friends, welcome to Sky House Herbs Podcast. I'm Ashley Ellenboss, a clinical herbalist, and in this space, I share my knowledge and experience with plant medicine to help you on your own journey of healing and transformation. Join me in exploring the ancient wisdom of plant spirit medicine and how it can be used to heal the body, mind, and spirit. We'll talk to experts in the field and share stories from people who've been transformed by powerful plant allies. New episodes are released each Monday, so please subscribe. And now, let's explore this mystical world of plant medicine together. Hey friends, welcome. Today we'll be talking about mimosa, which is the herb of the month. And I know I do these herbs of the month, and this month is actually August into September. However, you can take this herb anytime, but it's a really good one for this particular time because we have a lot going on with Venus retrograde. And we talked last month about Hawthorne and the astrology. And I think this month, it's going to be really nice to use some mimosa. It's going to work on the energy of Hawthorne that we worked on last month in terms of steadying the heart, learning boundaries, looking at ancestral wounds and how do we make action, like take action to move through them. Because what mimosa does, I think, carries the spirit of that is it works not only on the physiological body, but it really works on what Chinese, in Chinese medicine, they call the Shen. The Shen is like the light spirit that lives inside. I often think about mimosa and Hawthorne both being used for grief and for trauma, because often when we have experienced a trauma or a profound grief, there's a part of the spirit that can get shocked. And when the spirit gets shocked, it's like the lights start to, they can go out or the lights can really dim. And that's okay. That's actually very normal and healthy that we don't have to have our lights burning, you know, shining bright all the time. However, after some sort of an event, once we've given ourselves a chance to process, to grieve, to be sad, all normal things that we don't want to rush through, if after those you know, we've done the processing, we still aren't able to lift ourselves up. This is really where the plants can be helpful. And this is really where I call on mimosa. I think about mimosa as reorganizing and reorienting the spirit after a traumatic event. Often symptoms like insomnia or difficulty sleeping, nightmares, night terrors, uh, difficulty concentrating, getting schedules mixed up, time orientation can get really dis you know can get really disorganized or thrown off after a traumatic event memory will be impaired and all of these are symptoms at least in chinese medicine that the spirit has been disrupted also things like irritability that's another thing that we might see in someone who's experienced shock is they're just more agitated or angry or more irritable than they usually are all of these will point us in the direction of mimosa, which is also called the happiness tree. This is such a beautiful plant. Um, I think if you look at the cover of this talk, you'll see it. It has, it's also called the silk tree, it has these beautiful silky pink pom-pom, kind of look like a little bit like a Dr. Seuss character flowers. And then these very beautifully organized leaflets that have compound pinnately divided leaves, which is a fancy way of saying leaves with more leaves. So they're very well they're very pleasing to the eye because there's such great symmetry in the leaves. 
And for me, looking at this tree, it lifts my spirits just because of its bright pink color and its very expansive spirit that it has about it. I have to say, since moving to Minnesota, I really, really miss because it doesn't grow this far north, but it grew very prevalently throughout Maryland and the East Coast, where it is sadly considered to be an invasive, mostly because, not because it's, you know, a bad plant. I don't think there's any bad plants, but because it does sometimes take over the native habitats of other woodland plants and open space plants, and it can crowd or actually even push them out of an area, which is not good. However, for me as an herbalist and medicine hunter, when I come across a grove of mimosa, I like make a mental bookmark because I know in the spring, I'm going to be back there harvesting the flowers, harvesting the bark from the branches and making medicines because there is no medicine that I have ever found that has the same potency and the same ability to really lift and organize the spirits as mimosa. Let's talk a little bit more about how this plant works, which is, I think, really interesting that it, there's been quite a few studies on it. This is a plant that is native to Asia. Um, it's been naturalized in Persia um, and but is, you know, now we can find it across the United States, mostly because it was brought here as an ornamental and then it it took over. But it actually works through neurotransmitter regulation, and it works specifically on the brain and brain synapses. I just wanted to read to you a little bit from some articles. Um, this one is from the article uh, from the Journal of Ethnopharmacology. They report that albizia, which is its Latin name, is an effective treatment for insomnia due to its ability to modulate GABA and 5-H2C receptors, which in turn affect serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine. Life Sciences published an article noting the anxiety-relieving effects of albizia through its interaction with serotonin. We also have an article from the Journal of Pharmacology, Biochemistry and Behavior, which links albizia or mimosa to serotonin in relation to its antidepressant effects through the 5-1, sorry, through the 5-T1 a receptor system. So there's a lot of research. We know that it does affect neurotransmitter activity and it causes us to come out of depression. And we know that depression isn't just the classic person who can't get out of bed. The depression, you know, you can have walking depression where you're out in the world, but you're, you just don't feel like you're connected. You're not fully feeling like you're connected within yourself and you're not feeling connected in your heart to others. And this is a place where Elvisia or uh, silk tree, also called mimosa, can really, really shine. The first written documentation of, of mimosa was found in the Divine Farmers Materia Medica, or in Chinese, the Shen Nong Ben Kao Jing, which is a compilation of Chinese oracle medicine traditions written around 200 AD. So let me just read to you what it says about what they wrote about the mimosa flower or the Hei Huan. It has a sweet and balanced taste with beneficial effects that harmonize the heart and the will. Or, and then they have here, for example, um, the emotions. So we think about the, the heart and then how do we enact the desires of the heart? Well, we do that through our will and that can be seen in our emotions. It says that um, it will make one happy and worry-free 
It may make the body light, brighten the eyes, and put one in a contented frame of mind as if one had acquired whatever one desired. So you can see why they would call this the happiness tree. I mean, imagine a state of being where everything you had desired was fulfilled and completed. And it's not to say that this is like a wish granting plan, you know, take this herb and all your wishes will be granted, but you'll have the feeling of gratitude as if everything you wanted, you already have. And that is a great gift, especially when you're coming through a traumatic experience or a really deep loss is to feel that, yes, it's hard. Yes, there's devastation. Yes, there's going to be a need to reorient oneself. And you don't have to worry about it any more than you have to worry about it. And that the things that you actually need in the moment are being provided. And a lot of what can happen with trauma and loss is that because our life has been altered in such a dramatic way, or our perception of life has been altered in such a dramatic way, we can feel like, what is it that I need? I don't know what I need. Do I have what I need? Am I safe? That's a really big question that can come up. So what better to help you feel like, oh, I am actually safe than to think and to understand and to feel that all of your needs, your base desires, your, your basic um, yeah, areas of life have been taken care of and that they're being taken care of and that you are going to be okay. And that's one of the real gifts of mimosa. A few other things I did want to say is that uh, this plant also, there's two parts that are used, the bark and the flower. Now, David Winston, who's an herbalist here in North America, he talks a lot about the bark because that's more traditionally what was used in Chinese medicine as an anxiolytic to help with anxiety, to help with depression. And so there's two different names for it. The mimosa bark is called Heihuan Pi, which means the collective ha happiness bark. And it's used for people with symptoms of disturbed Shen. And Shen is again, that spirit, the spirit of life, which includes bad dreams, irritability, anger, depression, and poor memory. The flower is called Heihuan Ha and is often used to calm the Shen and elevate the mood, but it is a weaker medicine than the bark. So Chinese herbalist Michael Tierra uses a formula where he combines both of them. And that's what I do. So when I go out and harvest mimosa, I always, I find branches and I'll cut the branches or saw the branches off. I'll strip those branches of bark and then I'll harvest the flowers and I'll make a tincture with both of those together. And Michael Tierra talks about the medicine when you combine both. He says that the bark is thought to anchor the spirit while the flowers lighten it. And that is such a nice combination of having something that is going to ground the spirit and help organize it and at the same time, lift any heavy and any burdens from the spirit. So I really like them together. They taste really nice together. The flowers are very sweet. So that adds a little bit of sweetness to the acrid flavor of the bark. However, I know that sometimes it's hard to find a blend of both. Michael Tierra does make one for sale. I know it's here in the United States. It's called Albizia Calm, and that's for sale through his company called Planetary Formulas. And I'll include a link for you all in the description uh, if you want to try to find that. But oftentimes you can also find Albizia Bark or Albizia Flowers separately, and you can always buy them 
separate and then just take them together if you so wish. Other actions of this plant is it's analgesic. So it's pain relieving. And that is something that's really nice when we're experiencing trauma or shock is to have something that is going to be helpful with the pain of that, both emotionally and then also physical pain in the body that might be exacerbated or heightened. It's anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, antidepressant, and antihypertensive. So it can also help with elevated blood pressure that can often happen as a result of stress and trauma. So I think that's the main thing I wanted to share with you about this plant. And, you know, I will say, even if you haven't had a shock or trauma to you recently, it is a plant that you can still enjoy for its mood and its um, spirit lifting properties. Sometimes I'll just walk by my herb closet and I'll just take a few droppers full in my mouth, just as a little bit of a mood lift. And just as a kind of like a little nudge at, into the direction of contentment and happiness. And you can do the same. Now, in terms of standard dosing, the standard dosing is about one dropper full of tincture three times a day. Um, you could also do maybe one and a half droppers full twice a day, if that's easier. If you want to work with this plant more as an energetic kind of plant guide on a very more subtle level, you can just take three drops of the plant several times throughout the day. And even the taste, it almost tastes a little bit bubbly and uplifting. So you'll feel this almost explosion of happiness in your mouth <laughs> when you take the plant, which I find to be just delightful at, at any time during the day. You can also make a decoction with the bark, and this would be about one to two teaspoons in about 16 ounces of water. You're going to cook that for maybe about 10, 15 minutes on a simmer, and then leave the lid on and then let it just steep for 20 to 30 minutes. Then you can strain it out and just drink, you know, maybe like half a cup twice a day and then refrigerate the rest. And you can have that for a few days as a um, it's a tonic tea. It is going to be bitter. So you might want to add a little bit of honey or a sweetener of your liking uh, to lift the taste a little bit. But this plant is really, it's just, I have not found a plant that does the same thing as mimosa. Um, the closest thing I would say would be maybe St. John's wort. Um, but it it's St. John's wort, I feel like works more like a tonic. It takes time to build up that happiness and that serotonin response. Whereas mimosa to me, and with what I've seen with clients is it seems to work pretty instantly. Now there are some contraindications. If you are pregnant or nursing, this is not an advised plant to take. Um, you know, if you're working with an herbalist, they might have you take it as a drop dose or as a flower essence, and that would be okay. But that is one thing that is um, classic throughout the literature is that it is not to be used during breastfeeding or during pregnancy. So you might wanna find another plant for that. Otherwise it's very safe. It's very well um, you know, tolerated by the body. The other thing that you may wanna be aware of is if you are on SSRIs or are, are on any medications that do affect your serotonin levels, you may wanna be mindful as you might have you know, an additive effect, which might strengthen the effect of the SSRI or serotonin reuptake inhibitor medication that you're taking. So do be aware of that. Otherwise, I want you to look up this plant, see what it looks like and see if it attracts you. It is a 
beautiful herb and one that it's, I think, a good idea to have on hand just for yourself or for friends and family should the need ever come up. So thanks all for watching. Please leave your comments. Please like this video, subscribe to my channel if you haven't already, and leave me your comments on this plant or any questions that you have. All right. Thanks, everyone.